If you know you have come to encounter the great and mighty God that is bringing you to the next levels, give my Jesus a big shout of prayer. Now the scripture says, you shall have what you say. This service prophetically has been named our next levels banquet. And banquet means take as many as you want in any department of life. Father, in this area of my life, next levels, open a new chapter for me. Destroy stagnation. End frustration. Let every concern be turned to a testimony. Ten seconds, raise your voice right now and speak to God. Father, this is my next level's banquet service. Next level's in my health. Next level's in my career. Next level's in my spiritual life. Next level's concerning my marital life. Next level's concerning my finances. My going around in circles. Finally over this morning. Father, send your word that will change my level. Until the time that his word came, his levels remain the same. But when his word came, his levels changed. Father, the word specifically for me, the word that is my own rema, the word with my name attached, Father, send your word my way this morning. And I will not leave here the same way I came. Thank you, mighty Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. As you have prayed, heaven has heard. Your levels is changing supernaturally. Somebody's story will change from mourning, weeping, into celebrations and dancing. Somebody's story of woes shall be turned to stories of celebrations. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your hands together for Jesus. Please, you may be seated. Hallelujah. What a joy to be in service this morning. And I know what God has packed for each one shall be fully delivered. For those powerful testimonies we have heard, I thought we want to celebrate the captain of our salvation who has called goals again. Somebody said I was having evil cough for seven years. A member of this church shared that testimony, the one I was read. Evil cough to the point that when urinating, it will be affecting it. But God came down and terminated it. So by that testimony, every satanic oppression inside anyone's life, they are over today. Yeah. That brother said, I joined 2018. Homeless, frustrated. With somebody who is bragging that over his dead body, I came to church, I heard the word. I was not just hearing the word and writing it down and not doing anything about it. I heard the word. I responded to the word. I engaged the word. I went to Bible school. I began to do outreaches, even in the night, sleeping in the filling station. Now, you saw him this morning decorated with uh, waistcoat and tie and all of that. <laughs> By that testimony, somebody's life here shall be decorated. Yeah. Every 
everyone who had vowed that you will not rise, they will go down this week. Everyone who had vowed that you will not marry, I said they will die this week. Everyone who had vowed that you will not carry your bundle of joy, I said they will die this week. He said, and the man has passed on. Now I am in that place enjoying favor. Wherever you have been humiliated, they will honor you beginning this week. Now you hear that testimony of that son of Abraham. In COVID, others are saying there's a casting down. They gave him early retirement. God said, don't worry, my son, I want to promote you. Because if they don't give you that early retirement, you will not live, just stay there. He said, you have stayed long on this mountain. You know, there are some people until God does trouble them small, they won't leave. There are some people going to send some wicked landlord to them before they can have their own house. So they gave him an retirement. And God said, don't worry. He made his house available for home sale. So if you are shutting your house to home sale, you are shutting out your, your house against blessings. Receiving the home sale and receiving blessings. There's no instruction of God that is targeted at blessing God or blessing the church or blessing the pastor. Say, I opened my house home sale, and I was part of it and we are doing outreach and all of that. Without knowing where the contact came from. There are two companies. Now they gave him three steps higher. In the midst of lockdown. And they said, another company said, excuse me, we want you. We want you. He said, no, I decline. Okay. Anytime you are ready, we are waiting for you. <laughs> Others are begging and applying for jobs. They are begging with jobs. By that testimony, nobody in this church will be jobless. In your business, you will never be frustrated. The things others are looking for, they will be begging you with them. Oh, if you are catching the shout, you're stronger. Amen. So, we are looking at a subject, understanding how praise brings about the fulfillment of prophecies. Understanding how praise brings about the fulfillment of prophecies. Because it's a month of praise. Today, you are going to dance. You will dance your way to your next levels. Whatever is keeping you on the same spot, they shall be destroyed here today. Every conspiracy of hell to stagnate any life here, as you praise him this morning, they shall be destroyed. Understanding our praise brings about the fulfillment of prophecy. We've said prophecies are the unfolding of God's plan and agenda, either for a nation, a people, or a person, an individual. And those prophecies or the plans of God, they are as revealed in scriptures or as declared by his spokespersons, his messengers. That God will never do anything until first of all he has declared it. Anything God wants to do, he will first of all say, that's his pattern. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. He said, for the Lord God will do nothing except he revealed them to his servant the prophets. Now when we read our Bible, God's word reveals God's plan for our destiny. 
but his messengers, God uses them to speak to our moment, to speak to the seasons of our life, what to do per time and per season. He said the children of Issachar, they have understanding of times and seasons to know what Israel ought to do per time. The Issachars, they are like the, the, the prophetic house. There's what to do and there's time to do it. When you miss the timing of what to do, then you become a victim of devastation. So God speaks. And when God speaks, either from scriptures or through his messengers, you have to receive the prophetic word first. You have to do what? Because the prophetic word is like a seed. Any seed that must germinate, their heart must receive it first. You know, I'm talking now from 1 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, uh, verse 19 to verse 21. Say, so we have a more sure word of prophecy. He said, no prophecy of scriptures. We have a more sure word of prophecy. Now, verse 20 to 21. He said, no prophecy of scriptures. So, perhaps you are having challenge in believing what a messenger of God has spoken. What about the prophecy of scriptures? So, the same process of processing or treating scriptural prophecy is the same process of treating prophecies from his messengers. You have to receive it first. Luke chapter 8, verse 11 and verse 15. Then now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. So, the word of God, either from pages of scriptures or from his messengers, they are seeds. Now, you have to receive that prophetic word into your heart. Verse 15. Of that same Luke chapter 8. But those who are on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart who are not reading meanings to the prophetic word. Who are not thinking the messenger of God wants to take advantage of them. Or who are not thinking God wants to use them. Honest and good report. Having heard the word. Keep it. After keeping it and nurturing it through a process which among us includes praise, we bring forth fruits. The prophetic word will not fall to the ground in your own life. Amen. Oh, I'm not hearing you. Amen. Amen. So, prophecies are not psychological predictions. They are the unveiling of the mind of God. They are on the unfolding of divine purpose. And that's why prophecies come according to God's capacity. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. We are familiar with the story. The servant of God. Came up with the word. 
that this time tomorrow, abundance will replace scarcity. If you check the previous chapter, there was so much famine in the land that they had to be killing their children to eat. That there's no natural method that under 24 hours that there'll be abundance. But the man of God came out with the mind of God that this time tomorrow there'll be no scarcity. And an intellectual person, maybe an ivory tower person, maybe a professor of economics, a professor of demand and supplies, said even if God opened the windows of heaven, it cannot happen. Don't compare man with God. You are insulting God by reducing God to man's level. There's nothing God cannot do. In one second. We know the story. Verse 20 to 22. He saw it. And he became a victim. That's caution. Never ever join anyone to conspire to speak against prophetic word. It is risky. It is dashing your head against a rock. No one does it and goes scot free. Hands join in hand. It doesn't matter the level, the title of the person. When you hear a prophetic word, just say amen. Don't say how will it be. It's not your job. God is not asking you to do it by your power. For by strength shall no man prevail. You cannot bring any prophetic word to come to pass by human strength. So when you hear word from the altar, they are not words of a man. For with God, all things are possible. A camel can pass through the eyes of a needle. With man, that is impossible. But with God, it is possible. So, when you make mockery of the prophetic war, you end as a mockery. Whether in church or outside of church, it's not a matter of persons. Whether adults or children, 42 children were mocking Elijah. And two sheep bears came out and ate them all. In any prophetic gathering, caution needs to be told. People need to be told. Because many are becoming victims. It's either you are going up or you are coming down. Somebody can be in a church that is breaking levels, scaling heights, and be retrogressing. If you don't understand this mystery I'm talking about. If you talk against a prophetic word, either openly or quietly or insidely, it's well as a victim. So for this child, is said for the fall and the rising again of many. You believe, you rise. You question it, the person go down. Nobody here will go down. You will rise. I said you will rise. 
I said, you will rise. Yeah, the word came forth. By January, that 10,000 churches will be planted by this commission. That God will plant it, not in the church, not the commission. Today, we have successfully and gallantly crossed 10,000 churches. Without stress, without strain, without pressure on leadership, without pressure on members of the church, you can begin to imagine what it takes. What about the man? Even if you have the money, what about the manpower? We have to be, we are doing interviews, interviews, all manner of interviews, virtually every other week. People are coming, we are still turning back people. God brought the manpower. God brought the resources. God opened the doors. I thought you were celebrating that God. So, and that is an indication that when you see a particular prophetic word fulfilled, that means the other one will be fulfilled. Isaiah 34 verse 16. Just seek ye out of the book of the law. He said, not, not one of these shall want their mate. The same time, the prophetic word for the year came for breaking limit package. You will see break limit this year. So forget about November. God doesn't operate by time. He lives outside of time. He controls time. What, 24 hours is like 1,000 years. What am I saying? There are people hearing me right now. You don't even know how to pay your house rent. But before Shiloh 2020, we are going to become a house owner. That's a prophetic word. So it's not the pastor. It's not, it's not man. It is God that will do it. He said, a thousand years is like one day. You don't need to know how, they, how much they sell land, how much they sell cement before you can own a house. Who told you that you have to own one? You have to know how much they sell. You don't have to have a womb to become a child, to, have a, to be pregnant. For there's nothing impossible with God. So your next levels this year, I see them happening this week. Amen. Oh, if you agree, shout the stronger, amen. amen. However, we are saying it takes praise to bring into fulfillment every prophetic word. Because God is the one that will perform his word. And for God to perform his word, God has to be present. And for God to be present in any life, praise has to be present. It's a constant requirement. Psalm 22 verse 3. For God inhabits the praises of his people. Only God can do it. So if God must do it, he has to be present with you. So anything that stops you from praising God will stop you from seeing fulfillment of the word of God in your life. Whatever take away praise from your mouth has taken away the fulfillment of God's plan for your life. No matter what is happening around you, notwithstanding. We are familiar with the story of Joseph. God showed Joseph the picture of his future in Genesis chapter 37, verse 1 to verse 7. He said, I dreamed a dream. Two dreams. He said, we are all gathering ships. And suddenly, my own ship rose up. And all the other ships, they bowed down. He said, another time, I saw, go down the line very fast, that man, studio. He said, another time, I saw the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars. They did what? 
they bowed down to me. <laughs> and they hated him for that prophecy. It's a prophecy. It's an insight into what God wants to do. It's a prophecy. It's a revelation of the mind of God. They conspired against him. They sold him to slavery. But Joseph maintained his joy. How do I know? Genesis 39 verse 2. He said, and the Lord was with Joseph. God can never be with anyone who, who is a complainer and a murmurer. Murmuring a priestless life is toxic to God. And the Lord was with Joseph. And because the Lord was with him, he became a prosperous slave. A slave is like an it's like cheer, it's like a, it's a property. The first slave that prospered, he prospered as an houseboy, he prospered in the prison. Because God was with him. And God can never be with you except you're in praise. Because praise is his house. Praise is his habitation. Just like the, the, the habitation of a fish is in water. No fish can ever attend any party on ground. Even if you want to intro, uh, inaugurate the next president of America, he cannot go there. He can't say, no, I want to be part of that inauguration. He can't say, I want to go and attend, I want to go and attend the inauguration of the 46th president of America. He can't go there. Any attempt for the fish to go there is what? Is that. So that's why the same way, God will never attempt to be with anyone who is praiseless. You'll be a solo believer. You'll be struggling to make this happen by yourself. But if God be for you, what will happen? How do I know that Joseph was a praiseful person? A time came when he was in the prison. Two officials of the king were in prison. And uh, you know, he became a prison official as a prisoner by God's favor. And he was going around. He saw two of them who were looking sad. You know, he was, he was singing. He was blowing whistle. He saw them doing like this. He said, why are you sad this morning? Huh? Why are you sad? Because if you are, it is when you are not sad that you see somebody who is sad. Hello? Somebody who is sad, who is depressed, will he notice other people? No. He said, why are you sad? Why are you Come on, cheer up. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. It was like David. I will bless the Lord at all times. Whether things are working or not working. Whether the prophecy God has spoken to me, whether it has come to pass or not come to pass, I will rejoice at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, they say, we had a dream. That's why we are saying, oh, no, no, don't worry down. And because God was with him, God told him the dream and the interpretation. Pharaoh testified. He said, for as much as God has showed thee all this, God can't show you things if it's not with you. And because God was with him, every prophetic word came to pass. Joseph experienced instant, dramatic, multiple next levels overnight. Say me overnight. Because he maintained his joy. He maintained his joy. Look at the scripture, Genesis chapter 41, down the line. He said, for as much as God has showed thee, go to the latter part of that chapter, 
For as much as God has showed thee all this, Pharaoh said, none shall be greater. The king made him to ride, let me get to tell, I want to quickly outline for us, the levels that Joseph crossed. Because I know that Joseph will live here today. Amen. Oh, if you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. Nobody's situation can be worse than that of Joseph. Look at it. Verse 40, 41. Very quickly, very fast. Let's look at verse 39. For as much as God has showed you, God will show you things here today. Amen. Move now, verse 43. Joseph, Pharaoh said, verse 43, please. Pharaoh said, he gave him the second chariot. He made him to ride. Same in next levels. He was using Legadis bench. Now, he's now using king's chariot. That's the Bentley of their days. He made him to ride. Go to the ground line, verse 43, verse 45. He also, he, he's, he's changed from being a bachelor, a chronic bachelor. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He changed his name and gave him wife the same day, the same day. He changed from chronic bachelor to what? To marriage. See, level has changed. <laughs> Apart from that, he became the wonder prime minister. Say me wonder prime minister. He said, in this land, though, you are the one in charge. How do I know? Psalms 105. Verse 17 to verse 22. He said, he made him lord of his house. That's the interior minister. And lord of his substance. That's a finance minister. He became teachers of senators. He became senate president. He was binding the princes at his pleasure. He became chief justice. One man, prime minister, interior minister, finance minister, senate president, chief justice, and son-in-law. <laughs> Same with multiple next levels. He slept in prison the night before. The following night, the address changed. By this service today, somebody's house address will change. You know, when levels change, your house address will change. You will start living in a ghetto. You will start moving to the eyebrow areas. I said somebody's house address will change. Somebody's office address will change. All by the instrumentality of praise. So the grace to praise him received here today. Quickly, in this next levels banquet service, we need to understand what it takes to enjoy next levels. Because God is desirous of us to enjoy, experience, continuous next levels. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 3. He said, you have stayed long on this mountain. Long enough, turn you northward, go forward. You have stayed on the same spot. I want to open a new chapter for you. I want to take you to higher realms. You have been going about in circles enough. So God is tired. God is, 
You see, no parent is happy when the children are repeating the class. No parent is happy when the children are stagnated. So God is interested in our forward movement in life. That's why it says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, the path of the just, the redeemed, is as the shining light that shineth what? More and more unto the perfect day. So, endless advancement is God's plan for you. Amen. You are going to see it. Amen. I said you are going to see it. Amen. I said you are going to see it. Amen. That's why we need a mentality of continuousness levels. Say me continuousness levels. There's no ceiling. There's no limit. There's no end to your eyes. There's no end to your breakthrough. No matter where you are, God will still increase you. Oh, I'm not hearing your email right now. So don't settle down to be a local champion. Oh, in River State, you are the richest. Okay, how much is River State in Nigeria? How much is River State in Africa? So don't settle down for being a local champion. He said, I have a place to set you above what? All the nations. All the nations. All the nations. Say me, I'm ready for the next levels. I'm not hearing somebody right now. The loudest you can. Micah chapter 2 verse 10. He said, where you are now is not your resting place. He said, if you don't leave that place, it will destroy Success of today, not improved upon, will become a failure tomorrow. The great house we are celebrating today, in 20 years' time, it will be, 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 be a cake house. So anyone building house for their children, you're just wasting your energy. Your children will not stay in that house. I thought you were saying amen. amen. You want to make your children to be poor by saying you are building house for them. Your children will build bigger house for you. Amen. Oh, I'm not hearing your amen now. So stop limiting the future of your children. Say, this, my, this one is for my first son. Why? Your first son will be a bigger one for you. Yeah. Your second daughter will be a bigger one for you. Yeah. I, I remember the story Archbishop said. He said in Benin that time, there was going to be one house in Benin, in the early 80s. When you pass by that house, ah, this one the house. 20 years after, if you, if you pass that house, you will not even recognize it. You know, the days we used to use uh, louvers glass. Am I correct? Can you build us now and move and put louvers? It's a cake, obsolete. So, so where you are right now is saying if you don't leave, it will destroy you. See, I'm going to move. See, I'm going forward. I am not yet in my resting place. I am not yet in my resting place. I am pressing forward. I am pressing higher. Quickly, what does it take? Before we go, what does it take to express nearly five things very quickly? Number one, what does it take to experience next levels? We must continue to walk in line with God's word. We must continue to walk in line with God's word. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. As we behold him, as in a glass, talking about God's word, we are changed. So as you receive the word, as you ap keep applying the word, our levels change from glory to glory. From today, next levels of glory is your portion. 
Oh, I'm not hearing your email right now. Number two, we must continue to engage with every divine instruction as may be handed down from time to time. We must continue. We must continue to engage with every divine instruction. Every divine instructions. Every divine instructions. How you respond to instructions determines whether you experience next levels. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 13. Said, take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep instruction for it's your life. Every prophetic word normally comes with a demand. Instructions. You keep it, your levels change. You don't keep it, you remain on the same spot. They wanted wine. He said, go and fetch water into the water pots. The instructions may not look like what you are looking for. Between water and wine. There's no correlation. God's instruction may not make sense. But when you follow them, it will bring miracles for you. He said, whatever it tells you to do, do what? Do it. If they refuse that instruction, shame will envelope them and God will not be blamed. So they fetch water into the water pots. He said, and fill it. Don't just fetch it. Fill it to the brim. After that, second instruction, take from that one and give the cheer person. So, those who don't like instructions, they are victims of stagnation. Every time you come to church, 75% of God's word is instructions. Mind the instructions of every message. Any message without instruction is motivational speaking. Any message, any service you attend, and they don't tell you what to do to enjoy the blessing, it is motivational speaking. There is always what you must do for God to do something. He said, if you shall act diligently to the voice of the Lord their God, it is after that time, and you do it, then God will set you on high. People come to church, they don't want to do anything. They want God to do everything. They want to turn God to their house, errand, errand boy. God, I want car. God, I want a job. God, heal me. God said, okay, don't worry. When you obey my own, I will answer you. The grace to obey instruction, may you receive it today. Yeah. For this, that many are suffering poverty. God is not to be blamed. The government is not to be blamed. The church is not to be blamed. Proverbs 13, verse 18. He said, Poverty and shame shall be to him that do what? That refuses instructions. If they say give, don't say you are not helping the church. You are not helping the bishop. You are not helping the pastor. Giving is helping you. Let me tell you this in this service. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. You see, anytime Satan wants to stagnate a life, he will attack God's instruction. He will do what? That was the method Satan used for Adam. He said, as God said, thou shalt not eat this fruit. So until Satan was able to deceive Adam from disobeying God's instruction, he couldn't get Adam out of the garden of plenty. As God said, he said, don't mind God. He said, verse 4, verse 5. If you eat it, you will not die. That's why people come to church. When they say, hey, go for soul winning. All this instruction is for Bishop Oedeko. The way pastor is always talking about it is for pastor. Yeah, yeah. Every instruction is for each one's personal benefit. 
No matter your title, pastor, apostle, bishop, deacon, elder, you don't obey, you are on the floor. God is no respect of persons. You refuse financial instructions, get ready for poverty. You want to change level? Increase your adherence to instructions. Don't just start, continue, and increase. You want your finances to move to the next level? Increase your giving. He that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. The same offering many are giving five years ago, they are still giving now, and you are expecting increase. It doesn't come. To the level you give, it's the level you receive. So don't blame God. Don't blame. There are people who are prospering in this church. They are not struggling for anything. No. Many, too many. Along your road, road there's somebody there. There's what they are doing. Number three, very quickly, let's move. Continue to serve the interests of God and his kingdom. Continue to serve God and the interests of his kingdom as a lifestyle. Luke 19, verse 13 to verse 19. He gave to every man one pound. And one man traded with it. Said, now you have been faithful by little. He said, now be Lord over much. Be Lord over much. All of us have been given the same mandate. Ten souls. Some are not bothered. Breaking limit package. Father, breaking limit agenda. You must do it. If you don't do it, God, you will see what I will do for you. God said, if you want me to do that, thanks us. It's an examination. It's instruction. You don't edit examination question. You don't say, no, I don't want to. My own is two. They say, two times seven. They say, no, I don't like two times seven. It is two plus seven. The question should have been two plus seven. You now put nine. What will happen? F20. So any serious, sincere winner can make it happen under one week. People are taking vacation for so winning. You see, people don't understand how these things work. That's why. Say, my ways are higher. My thoughts are higher. You must do my own for me to do your own. Seek ye first my kingdom, and all these things shall be what? Don't treat it with levity. Don't count how many years you have been in church. Count your obedience. Don't count your title in this church. Count your obedience. I went out. There's no week I don't have new converts in church. I talk the way I talk because <laughs> I have seeds in the ground. Say for as long as the earth remains, seed of obedience. God has no uncle. God has no auntie. If you are too big to obey God, then God may be too small to help you. That God will help somebody here. Amen. So continue to serve. Don't say you serve before. You will serve before. Continue. When you are out of service in this kingdom, nothing gets across to you. And God has the right to determine what you must do. He has the right. He said what he needs is ten souls. The grace to do your part, may you receive it today. Amen. Or if you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. See, I will do my part there. See, I will do my part there. 
Number four, very quickly, because we are going to see prison. We must continue to trust in the Lord to confirm his word. Trust in the Lord to confirm his word. Job 13 verse 15. You may be challenged. Hold on to the word of God. Job was challenged. He was a perfect man. He was an upright man. If anybody should be challenged, if anybody should not be challenged, it should be Job. He was a perfect man. He was an upright man, yet he was challenged. But in spite of that, he's held on to God. There are people that challenges of life disconnect them. Oh God, you said in my year of breaking limit, you gave me early retirement. Ah, God, I'm giving you four weeks more. If you don't do anything, church, never again. I will stay in my house. There are some who are like that now. They have given God one month more. He knows what you are thinking. So if you have that type of mind, God will never do anything. No. He will say, do your worst. Before the words arrive in your mouth, God knows it. So trust means, whether you do it or you don't do it, God, I'm saying with you. That's trust. Not all these bread and butter Christians. God is not your heavenly banker. God is not your contractor. If you don't trust him, you can't get him to do anything. God is not our head and boy. He's our loving father. And he gives us instructions on what to do. If you do it, he will do his own part. So trust him. See, I will trust him. I'm not hearing somebody right now. And finally, number five. Continue to praise him in spite of contrary situations. Continue to celebrate the faithfulness of God no matter what has happened. Celebrate God. Joseph was celebrating. Prophecy came to pass. If you allow situations to take away your praise, it has taken away your blessing. If you allow things working against you, it has taken away. That's why you must consciously avoid complainers and murmurers. Numbers chapter 11 verse 1. He said, and the people murmured. The people complained. And it displeased the Lord. And the Lord heard it. And his anger was kindled. And the fire of the Lord burned them. And the Lord heard it. There are people who are serving, but they are murmuring in their heart. The pastor didn't hear. Your friend didn't hear. Your home senator didn't hear. But God heard it. And the Lord heard it. And the Lord heard it. See, what we see around you is a problem what is in your heart. Say, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. I know what is in your heart when I see what is around you. So if you don't like what is around you, check your heart. I may not hear what you are saying in your heart, but God is hearing it. And the Lord heard it. There are people who tell you Ranka Dede openly inside. Don't mind them. There are even workers in church. They will say, when they are in, openly, they say, but when they say, my friend, all this thing they are saying, all this is so winning. Say, okay, okay. We have been, if we put all our attention on kingdom advancement now, when are we going to face our own? I don't understand this. So this is the only thing I don't understand this church. I don't understand it at all. Eh? If I pray kingdom, when am I going to attend to my God? Say, leave it for me. Say, cast how many cares? Oh, yes. How many of them? Oh. Is it 90%? Oh. Say, cast all. Then leave me with the rest. 
keep celebrating God. And like a dream of the night, you will bring it to pass. As we partake of this communion today, whatever complaints, whatever murmurs, whatever grumbles inside anyone, they'll be flushed out. Amen. Let me also say this as I close. Avoid complainers. It's contagious. It's what? Isolate and quarantine your life away from them. It's more contagious than COVID. So cover your nose, cover your eye, cover your, cover your everywhere. Cover your office, cover your everywhere. Even in the church, just cover them. If they are coming, just say, excuse me, I will see you later. There are some people you have to greet them from afar. You have to do what? Even in the church, when they come, so when again, operation has come. Just say this one, complainer, just run away. Say, neither moment ye. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10. But by this communion today, Luke 10, 21 shall become a reality. He said, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. He did what? The grace to rejoice inside out. Receive it today. Not dancing in church and crying in the house. He rejoiced in the spirit. Whatever was available for Christ to make him to rejoice in the spirit shall be delivered to you today. Your hands together for Jesus now. Now, quickly, before we get to this praise, you are in this service, you are here to give your life to Christ. Only the living can praise him. And except you have the son of life, you have no life. There are people under the sound of my voice. You are tired of your situation. Maybe you are homeless. Maybe situations of life are stronger than you. You need to receive him tonight, this hour. You want your sins forgiven. You want a new chapter to be open to your life. You are tired of trying to make things happen your way. Wherever you are. God is knocking the door of your heart. Open right now. I want to pray with you. Stand to your feet. You want to give your life to Christ? Or you want to rededicate your life? God bless you. God bless, they are standing up right now. For your sincerity. Stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. Many more are standing up. I thought the church is clapping. Many more are standing up right now. God bless you. At the gallery. Keep standing. Keep standing. Now carry your bus, carry your Bible, and start coming. Start coming. I want you to come this way. Carry whatever you came to. Start coming this way. I thought we were still clapping. They are coming. They are coming. From everywhere, they are coming. This is your day. This is your day. Let the pastors move very fast, please. This is your day. This is your hour. This is your day. This is your hour. They keep coming, keep coming. All of us who are here, your right hand upon your chest. And say after me right now, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Lord Jesus, I believe you came to this world. You died for my sins. You arose the third day. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From today, I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And now I know I am born again. Amen. Now, Father, I ask right now that your blood will avail for them. Write their names in the book of life. Keep them to your second coming. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You are blessed. Your lives will never be the same again. From today, stagnation is over your life. From today, you will experience supernatural promotion. Whatever has been a concern in your life is turned to a testimony. In Jesus' name.